Hey, podcast listener, are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPS Podcast, where I help you bring in more revenue with less effort. My name is Geraldine Carter. Today, we're talking about how to have a stress-free tax season. Not all accountants and CPAs get stressed in tax season. They've got their systems down. They Stress isn't their go-to thing, but for many CPAs and accountants, stress is a common experience, and it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Here to talk with me about how to go from being stressed to not being stressed in tax season is my guest, Don Goldberg. Don, welcome back. Thank you so much, Geraldine. I'm thrilled to be here. For listeners who haven't heard you on the podcast before or haven't heard your podcast, which is the CPA Moms podcast, tell them a tiny bit about who you are just so we have some context. Sure. My name is Dawn Goldberg. I've been a CPA in public accounting now for over 30 years. I worked for Deloitte & Touche. I worked for Ernst & Young. And I became a certified coach about 10 years ago. And I started a coaching practice, just coaching accountant moms and started the CPA Moms podcast and then got underneath the umbrella of the company CPA Moms. You also recently got certified by the Life Coach School. Tell us a bit about that, just so we know. Sure, so yes, I went for a double certification (laughs) in, um, in coaching. I went through the Life Coach School because everything that I had learned with the Life Coach School prior to that had helped me tremendously, so I wanted to add that to my coaching resume. And I just recently wrote the book, The Smarter Accountant, which was published uh, July of 2022. And it just takes everything that I've learned through the Life Coach School and the tool that they teach and how I applied it to my accounting career. So another CPA with a Life Coaching certification. Give us a tiny bit of your backstory when it, with regard to the experience of being a stressed out CPA during tax season and the transition to going through tax season where you weren't stressed out. What was that all about? What was that like? Yeah. So, you know, I've been a CPA, again, in public accounting for over 30 years. So 95% of my career was was stressed. And I was a a mom on top of that. And at one point, I was a single mom. So I, I had all the things that other accountants in public accounting experience. And it was about, I would say about five, six years ago where I learned um, some tools from the Life Coach School and I started to apply the tool to every other area of my life and everything improved. And then I was like, well, you know, the last frontier would be tax season. Like it's not possible to have no stress during tax season. 
And as a coach, I get coached and I was working with a coach and I was telling her, you know, about how tax season is so stressful. It's so stressful. And she said, you realize that's a thought. And I was like, what are you talking about? No, that's a fact. The difference between facts and thoughts, a fact is, is nobody's going to argue that. And she said, no, tax season is stressful is actually a thought. It's not a fact. And it kind of blew my mind. And I was like, I don't understand the words that you're saying, but I started to, to realize, yes, it was an optional thought. Well, what was, the, what was the facts of the situation? It was the date on the calendar. It was the amount of work I had done. It was the deadlines. It was how many returns I still had left to do. That was all the facts, but tax season is stressful was actually an optional thought. And once I started to work on my mindset around that, um, every single year after that, I just saw just vast improvements. And now, four years later, I do not have stress. I was able to manage my mind. And I did more this last year than I've ever done in my entire life and had the least amount of stress. I love that. And just to revisit the mind-blowing piece just for a moment, that experience of being like, wait, what are you talking about? And my own experience of that was when one of my coaches, I said something about a life of fear and worry. And he's like, you know, you can live a life without fear and worry. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Like he had to explain to me that that was possible because my mind just couldn't get its head around that. And now, I mean, that was 15 years ago. Now I live a life without fear and worry, but it used to be my fuel. So I think for many accountants, it can be fuel. So can you talk a little bit about when a CPA, for whom this might sound familiar, what does stress in their day-to-day -day look like? How does that drive their actions? How does it drive how they show up? And how does it drive the results that they create in their reality, in their real life? Yeah. So what I tell my, my coaching clients is that stress is one of the dirtiest fuels that accountants can possibly use. Stress and overwhelm is like the dirtiest fuel. I say, imagine you you have a very, very expensive luxury car and you are putting the, the, the worst gas, which has sludge in it, and you're expecting it to run optimally. Well, of course that, that car is not gonna seize up initially, but eventually that car is gonna seize up, AKA burnout. We cannot continue doing what we've always done. And what I see with when we, we use the, the fuel, right? Our feelings are fuel for our actions. When we use the, the feeling of stress, we struggle to get a handle on our workload. We spin in confusion about what to do next. We procrastinate. We avoid things. And don't think you're not bringing that stress home with you, right? You wind up snapping at your kids. Uh, you're not pleasant with your family. You're not sleeping well. There's so many downsides to using stress as a fuel to take action, but we don't think anything else is possible. And I bought into that as well. I bought into that limiting belief as well. And I like to say that accountants are notorious for arguing for their limitations. And what that means is, as a profession, we have certain strongly held beliefs that we're all in this like big dysfunctional family agreeing with each other, but we're not stopping to say, yes, but do we really like the results that we're getting? We don't see that there's another way. We don't see that there's another option. And that's what I'm all about is saying, yes, I'm telling you, like, come join me. There is a way to radically reduce stress and then to eventually eliminate it. 
Okay, awesome. I want to get to the radically reduced stress in just a moment and come back to there is a, an element of collusion around the idea that this is just the way it is. Stress is the way it is and stress is the fuel that serves as the motivation, but the cracking the whip in a what can be an unhealthy way. Well, it creates a um, an environment of busyness. So let me just give you a quick example. I'm walking in the hallway a few tax seasons ago. I'm walking in the hallway of my building. There's other accounting firms and I see two other accountants ahead of me, two gentlemen walking ahead of me. I know they're accountants. And one says to the other, did you see that that Joe's car wasn't in the parking lot last night. And he said, the other guy says, well, he must not be very good at what he does. I was like, are you kidding me? Like we have this badge of honor. If we're not overworking, if we're not, the car isn't, isn't in the parking lot late at night. If we're not stressed, then we must not be very good at what we do. So we, we buy into this belief and then we judge each other based on it. So what are some of the end results that if for people who, you know how a fish can't recognize the water that it's in. (laughs) So, which is, you know, we're humans, we're all in this, we're, we experience life similarly in different ways, but you know, most of us are doing this. So I don't want anyone to be finding fault with themselves that they may be doing this. That's not the idea. The idea is simply to um, increase awareness of how our thinking is creating our own reality because once we the more we're aware of it the more we can take action to and make choices to change it so what are some of the other end results that cpas might recognize in their own reality in their own life if they've fallen into this pattern of thinking and doing but it just seems so normal to them like efficient water they um it's hard to be objective about it yeah so again, stress is such a dirty fuel and the, the actions and the inactions and the reactions that, that happen when we use stress as a fuel is we get so distracted. We waste so much time. We're less efficient. We're less productive. We are more miserable. We then feel less fulfilled hello, great resignation. (laughs) And every accounting firm is having such a hard time hiring people. This is like the worst time right now. And we, we have to look to the environment that we have created and what we have described as what's normal and what we have bought into. And then these, this younger generation then believes what, what they're taught. And what I teach about being a smarter accountant is never been taught in any CPE course or any program or any schooling. It's really how accountants are underutilizing their brain. And that means that they're, they're just normalizing stress and thinking that there isn't another option. And the way it's showing up in their productivity, in their work, in their career satisfaction, and then in their life, just how unhappy there are very, very miserable accountants, no matter what time of year it is, but more so, of course, during tax season. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think it has to be that way. Waste time, less efficient, less productive, less satisfied. For those who may be running on stress as fuel, what are some of the thoughts that tee up stress so that people can become more aware that those, in fact, may only be thoughts? and not facts. Yeah, so it really I think the most important thing when I when I work with my clients is delineating between what is a, a fact and what's a thought about the fact. We have 60,000 thoughts a day 
and most of them are unhelpful as accountants. And things like, this is so hard, this is too much, um, tax season is so difficult, tax season is too hard, this is too much, there's too much on my plate, this is confusing, I'm not sure what to do, clients are the problem, the IRS is a problem. I would say most of the thoughts that accountants have lead to a feeling of stress and overwhelm. Okay, so right now what we've been talking about, for listeners especially who are perhaps new to the self-coaching model, I've done a couple other episodes on this topic, namely number 193. You can go back and listen. And also I interviewed one of our coaches, Emma Richter, who's a former CPA, an accounting professor in episode 218. And in case you want to dig more into the unintentional model, where I want to go now is over to what we call the intentional model. It's coaching jargon. So really what it is, is thinking thoughts on purpose that are going to create the feeling that you want to generate that will lead to the actions that you want to be taking that will create eventually the result that you actually want to have instead of the unintentional model, which is more running on autopilot. So for an accountant who recognizes themselves in what we're talking about and is thinking, yeah, ooh, I do sometimes think those thoughts. In fact, I think them quite often. What do I, but what do I do about it? Help me. So how do we help accountants shift over into more intentional thinking that's going to support the feelings, actions, and results that they want? Where do they start with that? I think the first thing is always going to be awareness. And one of the things that you and I learned through the Life Coach School is called bridge thoughts. And that's, you know, you've, you're, you're where you're at with tax season is hard and you want to get to the place where, ta- where, you, where you believe that tax season isn't that hard. And I think what you have to have is, is awareness. You have to notice, I'm thinking tax season is hard. I am having the thought that tax season is hard. It, it puts a little bit of a distance. It be, you become the, uh, the watcher of the fact that you're having a thought versus at the mercy of that thought. Because when we, we aren't aware, like we said in the unintentional model, when we aren't aware of what we're thinking, then that just automatically creates the feeling of stress. And then automatically we have actions, reactions, and inactions that create a result that that's what we're, we're aware of, the fact that we don't like the results we're getting, but we're not aware of the fact, how did we get there? And so it's just having the awareness of, yep, I'm thinking that thought again. That's interesting. But from a place of curiosity, I say, I say to my clients, curiosity, not condemnation. It's not about judgment. It's about, oh, that's interesting. I'm thinking that tax season is so hard. But I heard on that podcast that that's actually an optional thought. Yeah. So a little bit, a tiny bit of daylight cracks the door open between simply having the thought and being at the mercy of it to, oh, I'm thinking tax season is hard. Oh, I'm thinking, wow, I'm really stressed out to, oh, interesting. Let me get curious about why I'm having this thought. Why am I having this thought to begin with? Right. What I like to tell clients, I have this post-it right next to my my computer because I need reminders as much as anybody else. I have this question, do you like what that thought will create if you keep it? So good. That is one of my favorite questions to ask myself. Do you like what that thought will create if you keep it? We don't know to even question. What I tell my clients is that, I want you to imagine there is the biggest walk-in closet you've ever seen in your life, like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, and every single hanger has an optional thought and an optional feeling. You can pick any single 
thought off a hanger or any single feeling, why in the world would you choose to put on the thought tax season is so hard when there's so many other options in that closet? So a whole closet full of options. I picture Imelda Marcos and her 3,000 pairs of shoes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So then where do you go from there? You've got a whole closet full of thoughts that you can pick from the hanger and along with their feelings that kind of connect up. So... For people who are like, okay, I can't even imagine what thoughts might be on all those hangers. So so here's what I what I normally what's easier for me as an accountant is how do I want to feel? Mm. That's the that's the simplest question for me. How do I want to feel today? I want to get work done. I get more done in less time than anybody in the office because I know how to manage my mind. So I will say, what do I want to, how do I want to feel today that will actually drive the actions that I need to take? I want to get work done. So typically it's motivated, determined, and focused. I have the three top feelings. I put them underneath my, my computer screen as a, like a visual reminder. And I, I'll say like, I'll pull into the, to the parking lot and I will, I will pretend as if I'm putting on like a sweater, like a cardigan, and I'm putting on the cardigan of focused. And when I'm wearing that cardigan of focused and I'm feeling that now, now I know the feeling that I want. Now I just have to say, okay, what thought could I think that would create the feeling of focused? Something as simple as I'm going to get this done. This is going to happen. I just need to focus on one piece of paper at a time. Like I have so, because I've been doing this work for a while, I have so many go-tos that, but you just got to start with one. You just have to say, okay, what is one thought that would create the feeling of focused for me? Because I like how the feeling of focused would drive my actions. I would not give in to procrastination, wouldn't give in to, you know, distractions. I would just get the work done without the drama. Stress brings drama. Yeah. So let's build out a few more thoughts around motivation, determine, and focus just to help listeners imagine what it sounds like. So what are some thoughts in addition to the ones you mentioned to help you feel motivated? To feel motivated, um, I think my go-to is I can totally get this done. I could totally get this done. What else is there? For focused, I usually will say this doesn't have to be so hard. This doesn't have to be so hard. For motivated, I would do, oh my God, I can't wait to get this done. I love, I mean, this, I don't even have to work to think this, but I love helping clients get great results. And that is like, it's so, it's like water downhill. It's super That one I can think, no problem, I already think it. Getting stuff done leads to getting great results for clients. So let's go over to, let's go back over to focused. What was the one that you said? Focused for me is this doesn't have to be so hard. This doesn't have to be so hard. Yeah, I think when I get into the office, like everybody's kind of freaking out and everybody's like complaining and they're, you know, saying this, whatever. And I'm like, this doesn't have to be so hard. And I just get super focused. Yeah. Okay, what am I doing next in the next 20 minutes? What are the next three things that I'm doing? Here we go. Okay, and how about determined? So when I when I calendar my time, I calendar, I notice how I feel about the thing that I've put on my calendar. And if I notice resistance to something, notice resistance to a client, to the project, to whatever, that's when I know I've got to go with determined. And that is typically just get this done. You can get this done. You can do this this hard thing. 
you've got this. That makes me feel determined. So when you feel determined, motivated, focused, I've got this, I can get this done. This is what I'm doing right now. What do you do differently or how do you do the things differently compared to how you would have done them had you been stressed out? Everything is different. So if I feel focused, I'm going to put together a plan to get everything done. Right, I'm going to be super organized. I'm going to calendar my time to make sure to make sure I use it wisely. Um, I plan focus time, which is my optimal time. I know exactly when during the day is my optimal productivity time. I I call that focus time. I will be much more in charge. I don't. I do not let email be in charge of me. I am in charge of email. So I plan on purpose. When I am going to check email, I turn off the sound. I don't want to hear email, you know, coming at me and distracting me. I turn off all notifications on my phone and my computer. And when I'm, when I'm focused and I get so much more done than everyone else, then when I get home, I'm completely in tune to my family. I am much more pleasant to be around. I sleep better. I just, you know, I feel better. I love it. So you start with the thought tax season isn't hard. You feel motivated, determined, and focused. Those are your three go-tos, which leads to you calendaring your time, focusing, turning off email notifications, managing your email, and so on. And the result is, for you, the tax season isn't hard. I love it. It's so good. Your thoughts create your reality. So which reality do you want to create? And you start with your thoughts. I prove it with my result is evidence for my actions. And by virtue of me using that different fuel, using the fuel of focused gets me much better results than the fuel of stress. So good, I love it. Run on focus, determination, motivation, not the fuel of stress. If people wanna find out more about you and maybe get your book, where can they do those things? Sure, my book is on Amazon, it's called The Smarter Accountant and my website is the same name, The Smarter Accountant. Awesome, we will link to those in the show notes. Don Goldberg, It's been a pleasure having you back on the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. This is a pleasure. Hey, are you overworked? Do you desperately want to be somewhere different a year from now, but you feel overwhelmed with what to change? The next time you find yourself wondering what to do, wondering how to restructure your packages or how to reprice clients, head over to GeraldineCarter.com to check out ways I help CPAs just like you create a more sane accounting firm. Click the big red coaching options button at GeraldineCarter.com for more. Have an amazing week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, Times, pricing, it's all there.